Hello, hello, my beloved family. Listen, I would like to welcome both of my families. My a heart to heart with Alicia Yahoo family and my a hope kingdom ministry with Zarina London. Welcome, beloved. I welcome you both. I'm doing something a little different because this message I believe is so important that both podcasts should have this message. You all should hear. Okay? And I'm calling this recap. We're going to recap the things from last year and the beginning of this year. Important things, okay? All right, let's begin with a prayer. Heavenly Father, oh Father Yah, I give myself to you. I give these listeners to you. I give these podcasts to you. And lay them down at your feet. And I pray that I can deliver your message, your words, to your people, your children, your chosen few, and your big family. That I can give them your heart, heart to heart. That I can connect them to the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven. You're the most important thing and person in my life, and I am submitted and committed to you. So I pray, have your way with me today and let your will be done, not my will, not my opinions, not my anything. I surrender to you and submit to your guidance, to obedience unto you, to your will, to your way, to your love and to your mercy and to your power. All to be a help and not a hindrance to your people, to your children, to my brothers and sisters, my family, all over the earth in the 47 countries in one podcast and 11 different countries in another. What a blessing. What a barakah. Thank you, Baba Yah, Yahuwah, Almighty Father, Heavenly Father, Precious Savior. Thank you. And I pray all these things in the name of salvation. My beloved Yahusha Mashayak, he who is known to most as Jesus, the Messiah. I pray. Hala Yahuwah. Hala Yahuwah. Hala Yahuwah. Hallelujah. All right, beloved. Families, let's get busy. Let's get started. Okay, this is a, a quick recap of some very important information I've shared, discussed, or and or taught as it was revealed to me. No, I honestly believe these four things will help empower you, strengthening your relationship, and walk with your creator, your maker, your father, keeper, savior, your redeemer, your healer, and king. Beloved, at least that's what I'm really hoping for. You see, I'm hoping you will be able to love and trust him more than you ever have. Because you can now be confident that he is good all the time. In every situation. 
Therefore, you will have a peace you've never known before. A peace that surpasses all human understanding. Don't you want that? Beloved, this is not a rhetorical question. Don't you want that? I know I do. Okay, let's start number one. Now, some of you are going to say, I heard this over and over, and you will hear it until the day I go, I pass on. Because as long as I can hear this on from TV evangelists preaching it, Christian movies teach, saying it, and pastors teaching it in church, I will continue to preach it. Number one is, is Yah, Yahuwah, in complete control? Or to some of you, is God or the Lord in complete control? Is he in complete control? Some are saying no, some are saying yes. Well, I'll tell you the answer. No, absolutely not. But he is always in charge. Now that's different. But you see, remember, he put self imposed limitation on himself when he gave every human being on this earth free will. Yes. How can someone be in complete control if everybody has free will? Now, he could if he wanted to be. He Only someone that has possession of complete control can give part of it away. <laughs> only someone that has total control can give part of it away. Self-imposed limitations on himself. Now, I'm going to read Genesis 1.26. That proves it. It's not, that is not me saying it. He said it. Our Heavenly Father, our Creator said it. Then Yah, the Bible says, then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish, over the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over all the earth, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Enough said. Beloved, if you didn't hear it before, if you didn't believe me for before, did you get it this time? Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish, birds, the air, the cattle, over all the earth. Not some of it, not part of it, not this bit. All. All means everything. And over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. All right? Okay. <laughs> Forgive me if I get a little <laughs> uh, high-spirited. <laughs> now, let's, let's go over complete control. What is complete control? What does it mean? Okay, complete control. This is, these are, in my research, these are things I, um, I found. Complete control is absolute. All out. Definite. Downright. Flat out, out and out, 
outright, perfect, profound, straight out, unadulterated, meaning pure, unconditional, meaning not subject to any conditions. Read that again. Unconditional, not subject to any conditions. Not any, not one. Full, some, some total, totality. Now, are, are you following me? Now, these, this is when you talk about complete control. You can't say, oh, he did this, he, he's in control of this, but he's not in control of that. Complete means everything. Okay, and here are other words. Whole, entire. Yes, we have total and all. All right, let's begin. All. All means including everything or everyone without exception. Whole implies that nothing has been omitted, ignored, abated, or taken away. Entire suggests a state of completeness or perfection to which nothing can be added. Total implies that everything has been counted, weighed, measured, or considered. Now you see? Please remember, precious family, complete control equals all, whole, entire, total, leaving nothing out. So you can't say, he, he, he did this, but he didn't do that. All right. And now, have we got that established? I believe we have. So, beloved, when we say he's in complete control, in ignorance or a lack of knowledge, if you prefer, we are calling him a rapist, murderer, a part of human trafficking, a robber, a liar, a thief, one who's saying he approves of drunkenness, of drunk driving, etc., and that he's okay with wickedness and evil. Or we're saying he's a co-conspirator with all of this. And what is a co-conspirator? A person who is engaged in a conspiracy with another or others. Y'all forbid. Y'all forbid. So, I mean, seriously, if get this, get this, you will be able to love him and trust him more if you get this. If you say he nothing happens unless he does it or allows it, then you are saying all these rapes and murders and say if he didn't do it, he allowed it, or if he didn't tell the young person to get drunk and drive that car and kill somebody, then he allowed it. Yah forbid. If you want to say God, God forbid. This is so important to the Father, to me, to, and it's so important for you. This very thing is causing and has caused and will continue to cause many to distrust 
our father, dislike our father, and not want to come to him. I just, I was watching some Christian movies the other day, and each one had the same thing. I don't know why God would do that. We don't know why he allows. He did not allow till that person to get drunk and drive a car and kill himself. Uh, it's unbelievable. Our pastors on the church in the TV evangelists and pastors preaching this. Well, he allowed this because he won. Uh, that is, that is Satan. Satan put that started that <laughs> that doctrine, and it pleases Satan. And it believe me, beloved, it displeases our Father. I hope this message this message isn't too strong for heart to heart, because you know, you know. Um, I hope Kingdom Ministry is they're used to me like this. But this is something our Father put on my heart to do, and He wants you to know because He loves you. And when I found when I got this information, ah, man, it really changed my relationship. My, my my courage, my uh, my faith. It increased my faith. You know, I, I when I pray for people, I, I ex and lay hands on them. I expect them to get healed. I'm not shocked if they do. I'm shocked if they don't. Beloved, I have to tell you, get this. We are responsible for this mess on this earth, in this world, because Satan can only do what we allow. Satan is not even responsible for it. Man is. Man gave authority, power over to Satan, and Satan can only do what we allow. You know, the scripture says he lurks around going to and fro, to and fro looking to, for whom he can, whom he may devour. In other words, who will let him? Because if you know who you are and you know your authority and right, there's no way he can do it. If you use the name Yahusha, if you want to use the name Jesus, whatever, and authority, he has to back off when you know who you are and you know your power. Okay? So let's get that established. Our Heavenly Father, Yah, Heavenly Father, is not in complete control. He's in charge. It began like he, start, he said, and it's going to end like he said. But he's not in complete control because he gave you and me and everybody else free will. And we are responsible. Good news. We can change it if we... All we got to do is cry out to him for help. And stop blaming him. When you blame him and you're angry with him, you... You... What's the word I want to say? You cut your relationship. You block yourself. You can't even receive all of his barakah, of his blessings, his goodness, because there's there's enmity between you. You have resentment toward him. You have an attitude toward him. And that's what the devil wants. Because when you're away from him, you're a sitting duck for, for Satan. Okay? All right. Okay. <laughs> Number two what prayer really is. Remember we talked about that? What prayer really is. Do you remember? Prayer is giving Yahuwah, or the Heavenly Father, and the Kingdom of Heaven earthly license through our Savior, Yahusha, 
who bought it for us, you know. And access for heavenly interception, intervention, and interference on earth. Let me read that again for you. I wrote it down. What prayer really is. Do you know what prayer is? People don't really respect prayer. They think prayer is not powerful. And why? Because they haven't gotten results. You know, they don't, there's no respect for prayer. If you don't respect it, respect it, you don't put any power into it. That's why people say, well, I've tried everything I can try. I've done everything else. I'm just, I'm, all I can do now is pray. And that's wrong. Like prayer has no power. Prayer is you, it's me, giving Yahuwah, the Heavenly Father, and the Kingdom of Heaven, earthly license for our, you know, that our Savior, Yahusha, bought for us with his life and his blood, and access for heavenly interception, intervention, and interference on earth, that his will can be done on earth as it is in heaven. Beloved, he needs us on earth, not in heaven. And you say, how are we giving him license and access? It goes all the way back again to Genesis 1.26. Let them have dominion over the earth. He gave dominion to a human, humus, a dirt body. Again, that's why our Savior had to come and he had to put his word. The father had to come and, and put himself in a human dirt body, his word, because he's legal. If he came in his spiritual body as a spirit, he would be illegal on this earth. I tell you, that's why the holy, the set-apart spirit, the Holy Spirit, is in us. And the demonic spirits are looking to take over a body so that they can, they can work. They need a body to function. Our Holy Spirit needs a body to function. Okay. So, you're giving license. This is what I say. I say, Father, I, I come putting in a request for your heavenly hosts, your Malachim Kadush, your messengers, your, that we call angels in flight. I give you earthly license and access for heavenly intervention in my life, in my family's life, on this earth, in my podcast family. I pray this for you guys every day, all my families. Prayer is powerful. Prayer will, I mean, you put his men, his mighty men of valor, his army to work, to um, in flight. When you think of it that way, you're given access on, and license because, see, he gave you the license, so you're giving it back to him, saying, okay, I'm approving you. I'm putting your name, you you know, I'm making you co-signer on what you gave me. You see, beloved, he wanted us to rule earth like he rules heaven. He made us in his image. He's a ruler, so he made us rulers. But on earth, we're not going to rule anything in heaven. Trust me. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, that wasn't that long, right? Are you guys still with me? Okay. Number three. Who, what, and whose we are. That we talked about who we are, what we are, and whose we are. 
Now, do you remember? We are a spirit. We have a soul, which is our mind, emotions, intellect, our brain, feelings, thoughts. We live in a body, this flesh. You see, beloved, we are not just flesh and blood. We say, I'm only flesh and blood. That's a lie. That's not true. We are a spirit. We are sons, children of Yah. He made us in his image. And he is, doesn't he say, Yah is a spirit. We should worship him in spirit and in truth. He is a spirit. So are we. That's why when your flesh body dies, the, the body dies and put in the, in the dirt and go back to dirt. But the spirit goes back to the father. The spirit doesn't. Your spirit will have life an eternity of bliss and parrot in paradise or torment in Sheol in hell. We are a spirit. See, and that's you've never seen you. We've never seen ourselves because you can't see your spirit, you can't feel your spirit. See, what you feel is your soul, what you see is your body. The scripture says. We pray that you walk in the spirit so you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And the spirit and the soul lust against each other. The, the body, the spirit wants peace and love and joy. <laughs> Yeah, and, and your, you know, body, the, 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 your soul, your mind, your emotions will lust jealousy or, or fame or, or to be angry, to get upset. You know, they, they, are, they are against each other. So your spirit, soul, and body, if you notice, the body is not connected to the, it is, is away from the, from the spirit. The soul can be controlled by the flesh, the body, or the spirit. When you walk in the spirit, your soul is being controlled by your spirit. When you walk in the flesh, your body, your soul is being controlled by your body. Did you, did you, was that self-explanatory? Was that good? <laughs> and you know who you, whose you are, we belong to the almighty heavenly father. We are sons, which they have sons, which means children of Yah. Or you may say children of God. We are children of the Most High. Yahuwah Alua. The Alua. And your Bible will say the Almighty. The Almighty God. Alua means Almighty One. And I say Elohim means Mighty Ones, plural. And He is all, not El. We got that? We got spirit, soul, body. You're a spirit. You have a soul. What's your soul? Your feelings, your emotions, your intellect, your thoughts, blah, 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 your brain. Yeah. Your, yeah. And we live in a body, which is your flesh. All right. You, we are not just flesh and blood. So don't ever say that anymore. You're not. Number four, the fear of Yahuwah. 
or in your Bibles, and it would say the fear of the Lord. What does it mean? What does that mean? Are we supposed to be afraid of him? What does that mean? The fear of Yahuwah, the Bible says the Lord, is to hate evil. Now let's read Proverbs 8.13 in the New King James Version. The fear of Yahuwah, the Bible says the Lord, is to hate evil, pride and arrogance, and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. Hmm. The fear of Yahuwah, of the Lord, is to hate evil. Proverbs 4, 2 says that those who follow a right path fear Yahuwah, the Bible says the Lord. But those who take the wrong path in perverse, who's perverse in his ways, despise him. Let me read that again. Proverbs 14, 2 says that those who follow a right path Fear Yahuwah, Bible says the Lord, but those who take the wrong path, those who, who is perverse in his ways, despise him. Beloved, if we put all the verses in scripture together that talk about the fear, which is the reverence, respect, and awe of Yahuwah, or if you, in your Bible, the Lord, we can come away understanding that, with an understanding that Alua, Yah, which would be in your Bible, Almighty God, seeing him for who he actually is, holding him in such a high esteem that we take very seriously everything he has said and submit to him by living in obedience to him. Fear is not to be afraid like someone's gonna kill you. It's reverence. Like, you know, I'd like to give this example. When my mother and father told me I had to be home at 12 o'clock midnight, be by or before, not one second after, not one minute after, I mean, I had reverential fear that I better, I got to be there. I, I wasn't gonna let anything and anybody get in the way. Not because I thought they would kill me or anything like that. I knew, but I knew I had, <laughs> I had consequences. And I respected what they said. That's what I'm just talking about. Respect. Oh. He simply meant that followers of the way, which is Christian people, Christians, Christians in the Bible three times, but followers of the way is many, many times. They were called, we were called people of the way. It was, um, other people that gave them the name Christian. Followers of the way or Christians should never want to offend their awesome father, Yah, with the way they live their lives. If we had reverential fear and love and respect, we wouldn't want to offend him. We, you know, we wouldn't want to offend him. We wouldn't, wouldn't want to embarrass him while someone said, like somebody said, that's a Christian, or that's a follower, that's that's a follower of Yah. 
you know. Let's read some more scriptures here. Philippians 2.12 Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Working out our salvation with fear and trembling implies we have a heightened sense of reverence and respect for our Heavenly Father, Yah. And we now live our lives in ways it is obvious to others that we are saved, that we are people of Yah, or you are Christians. I used to be a Christian. I have moved up. I have graduated, as I said, I am now, I am an ambassador, a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. I'm a part of the called out assembly. Hallelujah. Yes. Even this, even the Savior says, told the Pharisees, you gotta, you gotta be more than the Pharisees. You gotta be more than a religious Christian. You gotta be an ambassador, a true representative. Remember, what we do represents him. We either give him a good reputation or a bad reputation. They blame him for what we do when we profess him. Remember that. Okay, how to fear Yahuwah, how to fear God. Walking in the reverential fear of Yahuwah, Bible says the Lord means we're keeping him in the right place in our lives, which is above everybody and everything. We are also never found omitting, leaving out, or not taking serious, or making fun of anything he has said, and never daring to disrespect him or shake our fist in his face like so many do. Let me read that again. How to fear Yahuwah, how to fear the Lord, Walking in reverential fear of Yahuwah, the Lord, means we're keeping him in the right place in our lives, which is above everybody. We put him above everybody and put him above everything. We are also never found omitting, leaving out, or not taking serious or making fun of anything he has said. Because remember, he whatever he says is a, is a commandment, our law. He makes covenants and commandments. He doesn't joke. He doesn't make suggestion. Covenants and commandments. Period. And never daring to disrespect him or shake our fist in his face. The scripture says to live this way is wisdom and it's life. It's a Proverbs 9.10. Fear of Yahuwah, Bible says the Lord, is the foundation of wisdom, knowledge of the set-apart one, Bible says the Holy One, results in good judgment. The fear of Yahuwah, Bible says the Lord, is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the set-apart one, the Holy One, results in good judgment. That was... Proverbs 9.10. Now this is Proverbs 19.23. Fear of Yahuwah, Bible says the Lord, leads to life, bringing security and protection from harm. 
you hear that? The fear, the reverence, the respect, the awe, the obedience to Yahuwah, Bible says the Lord, leads to life, bringing security and protection from harm. Oh, that is so important. That is so necessary. It's necessary all the time, but oh, during these times, beloved, if you don't have him as, your, as protection, you're, you're, in, you're in trouble. You're uncovered. If you're not covered with him, with Yahusha, with whom you call Jesus, with the relationship with the Father, you're uncovered. I might as well say you're naked. <clears throat> Let's go to Job 28, 28. And this is what he says to all humanity. The fear, the reverence, the awe, the love, the respect of Yahuwah, Bible says the Lord, is true wisdom. To forsake evil is real understanding. You got to forsake evil. You got to hate evil. You got to hate wickedness. You got to hate Satan. Because anything you tolerate, <laughs> it's going to become a part of you. It's gonna, you're never going to get rid of it if you tolerate it. You got to hate it. You got to hate sin. If you hate sin, then you, you won't sin. You won't sin. I mean, we're going to commit some sins. You can think a thought. You, you know what I mean. You're not going to walk in. You're not going to walk into doing things that you know are wrong. And if you, if you, dis, if you slip, you're going to stop and repent right then and there. You mean it. You're not going to do that again. You got to hate your sin. And love him with all your heart, your mind, your strength. All your soul with everything. All right, beloved. My beloved heart-to-heart -heart family. And my beloved chosen few. I hope Kingdom Ministry family. I don't know if maybe some of you are, are listening to both. I'm not sure. But... My Heavenly Father wanted me to put this message on both because he thinks it's very important. It is to him because you'll get to know him better and you, you will get to love him more and love him better when you know that he is good all the time and every good and perfect thing comes from him. If it's evil, if it's bad, it came from Satan or it came from man, from, from man, from Satan through man, not him. He's not trying to break you. He doesn't put a, a, a sickness on you to get you to love him, to get you to come to him. No, he woos you. He woos you, he calls you, He, but he will not make you. He, you're a sheep, you know, you call a sheep. He's not gonna drive you like a goat. A goat, you gotta take a stick and get in there, get in there. He's not gonna do that. Mm -mm. He loves you. And he wants you to love him. He wants you to choose him. He wants you to choose to do right. He wants you to choose to fear him, fear him. Father, I pray right now, help us, teach us how to truly fear you the way you meant. They will fear to really reverence you, to be so in awe of you because you're so pure. You're so righteous. When we, if, we, if we were in your presence, we would just put our head down in shame of ourselves because we would learn, we would know how wretched we are. But then... We will feel your liquid love going through us, saying, listen, my son has paid your debt. 
and you are in him. So in my eyes, you are clean. You are pure. You are my righteousness. Through my son, Yahusha, whom the world knows as Jesus, you are my righteousness. Praise Yah. In your precious son's name, Yahusha Mashiach, salvation, the deliverer, the lion of Yahuda, the lamb of Yah, the ruler of Shalom, the prince of peace, Yahusha Mashiach, who's known to most as Jesus the Messiah, the Nazarene. I decree, declare, and I pray, so be it, so be it, so be it. All right, beloved family and friends, until we meet again, y'all willing, of course. Shalom, shalom. friends.